This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hello, this is Bernie Mason, RMA's regulatory liaison. Commercial real estate is a widely held asset class. As of June 30, 2019, more than 98% of all insured institutions held CRE loans. Although not all of these institutions specialize in CRE lending, a large number do. And holding a significant level of these credits could heighten an institution's vulnerability to a CRE market downturn. In a recent article included in the FDIC's online publication, Supervisory Insights, the agency offered observations derived from recent examinations of institutions with CRE concentrations. The FDIC notes that lenders with CRE concentrations use wholesale funding sources more than other institutions, and the capital cushion of these institutions is lower than that of other institutions. However, earnings as measured by pre-tax return on assets are somewhat higher at those institutions with concentrations compared to others. In terms of asset quality, the median past due and non-accrual ratio for all other insured institutions is higher than for those with CRE concentrations. However, those with CRE concentrations are growing faster, and the FDIC observes that growth in loan portfolios can mask building risk as unseasoned loans may drive down delinquency ratios. Allowances are also lower for those institutions with CRE concentrations. During reviews of institutions with CRE concentrations conducted over a two-year period ending in March of 2019, the FDIC found that the preponderance of insured institutions remained satisfactorily rated. However, examiners identified one or more CRE-related matters requiring attention in approximately 24% of its reviews. Deficiencies most often noted related to governance and oversight, portfolio sensitivity analyses, portfolio management, and funding strategies. Supervisory recommendations regarding board and management oversight most commonly addressed inadequate establishment and monitoring of concentration limits and sublimits, deficiencies in loan policy exception tracking and reporting, and concerns about strategic planning. In some cases, concentration limits or sublimits were absent from written policies, and in other cases, institution management merely increased the policy's concentration limits to avoid exceptions. In certain instances, concentration limits appeared inappropriate when considering factors such as an institution's existing concentration level, strategic goals, or management's experience level. Regarding strategic planning, in some instances, management didn't incorporate CRE lending considerations at all. In other instances, consideration didn't reflect actual practices or were based on unrealistic assumptions.
The FDIC found that portfolio-level sensitivity analyses remain less evolved than necessary based on an institution's CRE portfolio. Many concerns center on the overall implementation or quality of these analyses. Others relate to failure to fully consider the results for budgeting, capital planning, and strategic planning purposes. In some instances, management performed calculations but didn't integrate the results into the institution's oversight and planning processes or didn't document the integrations. In other cases, the assumptions didn't appear realistic or comprehensive or were based on industry data rather than the institution's own data. Regarding portfolio management, monitoring emerged as a more common supervisory recommendation with MRAs primarily centered on establishing and monitoring limits for concentrations and pertinent sub-segments. Concerns regarding MIS often related to the quality and lack of granularity of portfolio stratifications produced by the institution's MIS. Contingency planning was another commonly noted deficiency. In some cases, planning was completely absent. In others, planning was too rudimentary for the complexity of the portfolio. With respect to funding strategies, Common themes centered on the need for improvements in the monitoring of funding sources supporting the CRE portfolio and its growth. Other common themes were weaknesses in liquidity sensitivity analyses and contingency funding planning. These included the need for supportable and robust assumptions and expanded stress scenarios during sensitivity analyses. Regarding CRE underwriting, the most common deficiencies related to inadequate analyses of repayment capacity, including inadequate global debt service coverage analyses. Some institutions had difficulty calculating global cash flows, and others failed to complete or consider global cash flow analyses. Concerning loan pricing, the FDIC noted instances of fairly generous interest-only terms or other relaxed structures such as extended amortizations, which the agency believes reflect the competitive pressure associated with this lending category. The FDIC said it encourages institutions that engage in significant levels of CRE lending to carefully consider the quality and comprehensiveness of concentration risk management practices and take appropriate action when shortfalls are apparent. The complete article entitled Commercial Real Estate Loan Concentration Risk Management is included in the FDIC's Fall 2019 issue of Supervisory Insights and can be found on the agency's website at www.fdic.gov. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening to our podcasts. Whether you're a regular listener or a first-time listener, if you enjoy our podcasts, please provide a favorable rating on iTunes. Thank you.